You're listening to WHTT Speaks Out. Each week, Chuck Carlson and members of We Hold These Truths look into events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events to get free and periodic updates to this program and our other interesting programs. Be sure to enter your email address in the subscribe to WHTT box on the right side of our website, whtt.org. And now... Ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's WHTT Speaks Out, we're going to entitle this Worldwide Reaction to Palestinian Hunger Strike. And we want to touch on that, but there's a lot of other issues we want to talk about. And also I want to throw into the mix here a recent one-man vigil I did here in Phoenix. It kind of relates actually to this because... What we see in the United States is a lack of information, and there is definitely control. We see it in the Christian Zionist churches with the rise of celebrity Christians that programs on TV, and they're on the Internet, and they're everywhere. We love stars, and so we love stars even in our churches. And so we've got mega churches all over the United States, which tends, in a lot of cases, turn the uh, participants into mummies, as we noted in a recent article that we found the mummification of Christians that they just go and listen to a sermon and then that's all they'll do, maybe chip in some money into the uh, collection plate. Now, there always is exceptions. Certainly, there are people that are doing working steadily for uh, advancing God's kingdom. So, We're not trying to make a blanket accusation here, but we see that from our vigils that we've conducted for almost 15 years now, that people have lost the capacity to critically think on issues. And so not all the world is being deceived, and hence these two stories that Chuck's going to talk about that gives some encouragement that people around the world are not deceived. As we've mentioned previously, the problem, of course, is a a war problem, and at the center of the war-based economy in the United States is our military-industrial complex, and we are the threat to world peace with all our military actions. And so in the case of Israel... The United States are enablers of Israel. We supply them with military aid to the tune of almost $4 billion a year. And we have 40 to 70 million American Christians who are influenced by Christian Zionism who are also enablers of Israel. And so we have a lot of deception here in the United States because we've got it so good here, I guess, in and people uh, are busy trying to make a living, and and uh, they're they're uh, influenced, like I said, by these stars, if you will. We've got stars in our eyes, and we're bedazzled by. We we think that the bigger the church, the better it is. Thinking so, Chuck, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of this reaction? I think was quite interesting to these hunger strikes because of what Israel is doing to the Palestinians. It's unconscionable, and and of course, we in America, very few people understand the nature of of what's going on there. It's uh, it's always presented on the Israeli side. 
Thank you, Tom, for putting your finger on this uh, very important issue that the central issue here is war and peace. Uh, we are in the peace business. Uh, we're opposed to wars, really opposed to wars that we set out to create ourselves in foreign countries where we didn't have to be in the first place. And all of our wars in the last 30 years have been those kind. In fact, all of our wars in the last 100 years have been, that, have been those kind, haven't they? So we've gone somewhere else to make war in all, all, all these cases. And in the case of Israel-Palestine, of course, this is not an issue of that uh, we are in love with Palestinian people and hate Jewish people or anything like that. This is an issue that our government has been using Israel as uh, sort of the spark plug for wars in the Middle East ever since before the first bombing of Iraq in 1991. Uh, so we've been aware of this all this time, and we find it very necessary to point out what's going on in Israel-Palestine because it is this epicenter of the warring action in the Middle East. And uh, without going into detail on that, we've covered it in many stories in the past. There is now, of course, intense pressure because Israel's occupation of Palestine has become so brutal that in order to maintain its position, Israel is forced to arrest literally thousands of Palestinians without cause and hold them without charge, and some of them for as, as much as 11 years. There are cases of, of people who have been in, in Israeli prisons for years and years and never been charged with anything. Currently, some 1,900 people we hear started out with a smaller number, but of these prisoners who are uncharged prisoners, this very large number starting with a, a nucleus of five or 600 and spreading to where it now looks like it's, uh, it's being widely picked up by as many as uh, 15 or 1,900 people in Israel jails refusing to eat. And they're simply saying they will starve before they'll eat. They're not going to, if they're going to die, they're not going to die uh, imprisoned by Israel. Now, hunger strikes have been effective in many places in the past because uh, it's hard not to be sympathetic with someone who's willing to starve themselves. And now we're seeing the Palestinian hunger strikes picked up by knowledgeable groups of people all over the world who, who do understand what's going on. They're not deceived by this. They don't see it backwards or anything like that. One of those is Archbishop Gregory Latham, Gregory III Latham, who is the Archbishop and Patriarch of Antioch and the entire East. And he is a traditional Catholic. He's 83 years old, and he announced in the last day or two that he's joining this hunger strike by these people. So here you have a Catholic archbishop who is going to not eat, and he looks serious about it. It's being muffled uh, by the media. We had to actually look to find out stories about this, but we did verify that it is going on, and the, our, our conventional media is not going to tell us this because they don't want all the Catholics uh, in the United States to suddenly start picking up the cause of the Palestinians. But this is a real movement that is taking place. Another uh, wing of this movement is in Ireland. A few years ago, Ireland, in a fracas with the UK, uh, there were, were substantial hunger strikes in Dublin. And the city of Dublin has now raised the Palestinian flag over the center of government of the city of Dublin, Ireland, the, the most important city, I guess, in, in all of Ireland. Not only have they put the flag up, but they have announced it's going to be up for one month. 
they're going to apply that flag alongside of flag of Ireland and the flag of the EU. So you have sizable revolts by substantial uh, people that are going on here, and, and we, we want to call attention to this and state that this is really what is needed. Uh, of course, we hope this will be picked up by American Catholics. Uh, I've been interviewed on a couple of Catholic shows recently. These are traditional Catholic shows. They are very knowledgeable, very determined, and they're determined to arouse all Catholics to what's going on in Israel, Palestine, and war. So uh, we have this thing growing. Uh, we talked about it before with the election. We talked about how both Donald Trump and, and the uh, Democrat contender were both supported by revolt movements inside America, uh, people who really did not have a good understanding of politics, but who didn't like the way it was going. And Trump ended up being president as a result of that. So these kind of revolts don't always end in, in a good answer, but it is uh, the way things get started. So uh, we want to encourage that. And uh, we will have these pieces about the city of Dublin and uh, Catholic Archbishop Gregory the third Latham on our website that you can read and it'll help a lot of people understand that these movements are bigger than just some people that are complaining about Jews and Palestinians. Thank you, Chuck. Yes, that's what we are in the information business, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, try to educate our fellows and we've done that in the case of our vigils now, probably over 200 of the vigils around the country that are trying to waken people up and uh, we plan to have a, um, a video of, of our recent one-man vigil here in Phoenix, Arizona. Tom, tell us a little bit about what you did to do this because I know this is something that you whipped up on, a, on about three hours notice and explain to our listeners just what you did when you went to Calvary Community Church one of yes. the biggest churches in all of Arizona. Well, I don't know if it's the biggest, but it's it's a big one. It's a multi-site now. But the interesting thing about this church, one of the first churches where we conducted a vigil was at Calvary Community Church back in October or November of 2002, before the Gulf War started. And uh, we held our signs, Choose Life, Not War, Blessed are the peacemakers who would Jesus bomb, and no more wars for Israel. Well, at that uh, vigil, the congregants inside were so upset by our presence there that they went in and came out and raised the Israeli flag. And uh, we subsequently have had a number of vigils at this same church. In fact, one of the ladies that was in the church while we were there, who was not aware of the problem of Christian Zionism actually woke up and a number of years later conducted her own vigil. She did, I think, six or eight of the vigils in front of the church. And so it can be contagious. Mm -hmm. But we had a uh, an email from a friend uh, telling about a, a conference there at the church. It was called God's Heart for Israel. And uh, it was supported by a group out of Israel Anyway, we decided to go there because we needed an updated video of the problem that we are seeing in these Christian Zionist churches. The 
conditioning of people in the churches to accept Israel and anything that they do as part of God's plan and not even challenge it. Traditional Christians look at Israel as a secular apostate state just like any other state, whereas Christian Zionist theology uh, places this to the point that if they say or do anything against Israel, that constitutes a sin. So it's uh, almost life-threatening to change their opinion. But we do see people come out of Christian Zionism, and when they look uh, deeply into the situation and into the Scriptures, Act. But the vigil, it turns out nobody could come, and so I decided to go there by myself. I set up my camera so I could uh, videotape. You don't know how many people you affect. People see your signs and so forth. The security guard there, as he was driving by where I was standing, uh, looked at our signs, no more wars for Israel, and where are the peacemakers, and gave me the the thumbs-up sign. So that was kind of encouraging. And so... There uh, needs to be an awakening uh, in the uh, American churches, and that's what we see as our role here at at We Hold These Truths. It's not particularly brave to do these. I mean, it's kind of, it seems daunting, and it's gotten a little bit easier over the years to to do these things, but it is necessary to, uh, to challenge our fellow Christians or Whatever it is, I mean, a lot of people would not say, oh, I could never do that, and we understand that. But if you're, if they're working for God's kingdom, then, you know, everybody has a specialty. And this, fortunately or unfortunately, however you look, is kind of our specialty and uh, to challenge our fellow Christians to uh, follow what Jesus taught us. Love your neighbor as yourself and even your enemy, and blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. And so what we see around the world are, many cases, small efforts by a wide variety of groups to larger groups. And so we're seeing a growing uh, awareness. And even in in the Jewish community, we just posted a a preview of a movie about a dozen Jewish people that uh, had started out as... uh, Zionists, you know, they were raised that way. I mean, it was a conditioning thing that you didn't question Israel and that it deserved all the support. But when they started looking into what was going on there, they were changing their thinking, which which is a, a quite a significant thing to do. So the beauty of uh, our movement is that we have people from all kinds of diverse backgrounds, Christians, Jews, Muslims, that are understanding what is going on. And the key, of course, is the United States. We are the enabler of these wars. And until uh, Americans understand this and start demanding peace from our government, nothing is really going to change. That's right, Tom. And and we hope our listeners will keep reminding us that we are a peace organization. Our objective is is to stop all of the wars in foreign territories and bring them all home. All right. Well, thank you, Chuck. Thanks for listening. If you like this program, please let your friends know about it and our other thought-provoking podcasts. And be sure to visit our website, whtt.org. 
for a wealth of information on Christian Zionism and other critical issues that we face. Also at whtt.org, you can watch for free our award-winning documentary film, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Join us in our efforts to wake the town and tell the people. Start small, think big, and press on towards the straight gate.